Hey, this is Walt Flanagan, and you are listening to Jay and Silent Bob Minutes coverage of Mall Rats. Tell them, Jeff and Chris. Dueling Genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Mallrats one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 46, which is quite possibly the greatest Masters and Johnson Minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And I'm Jason Hogg from the Atomic Trivia War 9000. Excellent. Returning from way back when, when we were still hosting the Burbs Minute. So far back. It's been a long time, buddy. It has been a long time. Long time. And, uh, I think I've been, uh, I may have wandered onto uh, Atomic Trivia War once in between then, too. Uh, you've been on what? Uh, you've been on twice, right? Yeah, I've been on twice. Uh, once I did well, and the other time I embarrassed myself. So it's you know it's a fifty fifty shot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you never came back. <laughs> yeah, so like, hey, uh, thanks a lot. Lose our number. <laughs> I don't know. We had a uh, for this movies by minutes thing. They just recently had their big meetup. They have a they had for cystic fibrosis. They had a big trivia tournament. And maybe it was uh you know all those hours and hours listening to your podcast. But I was able to take home the gold. Hey, congratulations. It, Yes, I was the only one. I was also the only one not physically there. I, I was at home driving home from work on my cell phone trying to answer questions about Empire Strikes Back. I assume that all the questions were about things like, you know, G.I. Joe and uh, Tiny Toon Adventures. They were 100%. They would be movie related to a specific movie. So my three rounds were I had one round. It was Starship Troopers. One round was The Matrix. My final round was Empire Strikes Back. Rico, Neo and Han. Yeah. And uh, the only one I truly missed was they asked what the number of the – they asked some really intensely impossible question from Empire Strikes Back, like the actual number that was on the door somewhere. And I'm like, I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> like I don't watch the movie quite that closely. That is insane. All right. So Minute 46 minute forty six starts with a last look at Trish and uh, stops with someone jumping the velvet rope. Yeah, so you're going to get the – you get the very like last four seconds of uh, the whole week we spent with Trish the Dish. A creepy week. You missed yeah. a creepy week. Oh, yeah. You missed a real it, creepy week. Yeah. Is that a Hollywood video behind her, by the way? I was trying to pick it out. It looks like a Hollywood video, but they everything that you get a shot of in their mall is all has fake names on it, I believe. Oh, sure. You got to... So, uh, so it might be like, you know, I almost said Suncoast video. Good work. That's another one. <laughs> yeah, that's a like good one to come up with. Sunwood that. video. It's well, usually something it, dirty, too, so... In this minute, we get Comic Toast. That's the name of the comic book store. Yeah. yeah. And the other stores are buy me stuff. Munchers. Yeah, buy me stuff and rug munchers. And uh, time for cookies, which has yeah. clocks all over the walls, which really bothered me in the, night, the minute we had. It's because some weird stuff bothers you. <laughs> yeah, so we spent a whole week talking about a 15 year old girl that keeps a sex journal with uh, men that are between the ages of 15 and 30. That wasn't awkward at all. That also bothered me a lot. <laughs> Is it pretty much the same as your journal? <laughs> well, I explained what my journal looked like. My journal at the time, my sex journal was uh, just mostly. Uh, cry faces with tears coming down (laughs) (laughs) or that. And she said she puts uh, what was it? They had eyebrows. If they had orgasms, I think it was happy faces with lashes. If she was, if she got oral, that's what that was. Well, the one that was like, if if she had an orgasm, there was like a special thing for that. Yeah. I said, yeah, my notebook was filled with that. There was just no other person there. It was just, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was was an X with a circle around that. You said you just had X's with no circles because circles meant sex. (laughs) Yeah. There was just X's all through mine. (laughs) Yeah. It, uh, I guess that that moment never – that whole thing never really maybe twigged me as much when I was younger. But now you watch it now, you're like, man, even the guy she's talking to, Jason Lee and Jeremy London are supposed to be in their early 20s. Right. Like why are you talking to this 15-year-old girl? 
Like, why do you even know her? Well, Jeremy London seems creeped out about it, but Jason Lee seems like he wants in the book. <laughs> <laughs> See, you should have come on last week. <laughs> no, thank yeah. you. That uh, that would have been a very dangerous territory for me to dip a toe in. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. This week's much better. <laughs> yeah, so uh, do you have anything to say about Trisha Dish before we leave her and her uh, week of awkwardness behind? You didn't get to comment, so I'll, I'll give you your opportunity now. You have the floor. Uh, I'm going to not touch that with my 18-inch pole. <laughs> That's probably for the best. We'll leave her between two ferns and move on. Yeah, so he's going to start complaining about uh, Renee having a big mouth. I'll tell you one thing. I mean, I know news travels fast, but everybody knows everything about these guys' lives already. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah, the really like how the information, the information in this world just kind of magically travels along. <laughs> yes. It travels faster than it does now, and we have cell phones now. Like, I can't imagine. They must have left their their boyfriends and immediately went and told every single person they know what happened. What's it? Oh, she calls him Sega Boy. That's what she says before he leaves. That's why yeah. he's all mad, right? Yeah. Yeah, she said, good luck at the comic book store, Sega Boy. <laughs> and it's so hard what? to remember, but this was a time back before cell phones were prevalent. I mean, there wasn't texting. Yeah, th- it's another one of just pretty much like every movie made, you're like, how would this movie be different with cell phones? Now, this movie's not super changed, but you know it would be in there. Is this is pager time, right? Uh, yeah, this would have been pagers. It's been early pagers, yeah. right? 95? Yeah, it would be because chasing Amy, chasing Amy, they're using pagers. Okay, so yeah, right around that. Yeah, time. she's she's sending him like call me nine one one text or text <laughs> Jesus text. Yeah. So uh, we've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks. This this movie is so deeply steeped in the nineties it hurts with uh, lots of denim and ungodly amounts of flannel. <laughs> um, so uh, basically, you have two to choose from. Who are we more likely to dress like in nineteen ninety five, Brody or TS? Oh, Brody, hands down. You're As a matter of fact, I was watching this thinking, huh, I kind of still dress like that. Maybe I'm an old man now. <laughs> I said if he maybe lost- Maybe bringing uh, it back. Yeah, maybe. If he didn't have his little corduroy coat on, like that's what I would wear every day. It's like, oh, t-shirt and jeans? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. You hit a certain point, though, where you just stop trying to keep up with the fashion, and you don't want to go beyond that point. Like, uh, I went to a Foo Fighters concert recently, and we were sitting behind this woman who was clearly like 70 years old, but she was trying to dress like a 23-year-old girl. No, that is no bueno. It was a train wreck. Yeah. I think that you can be comfortable in sticking with the fashion trends of the time that you were like 21. There's no shame in that. No, it's, yeah, you just, I think you can, you don't have to change it. Like you can, cur- like I'll say this, you don't have to stay on a straight line. You can curve with the times a little bit. Like you can alter your look a little, but it's when, yeah, you're trying to step into, like basically if you're a parent and you're dressing like your kid, you're doing it wrong. Right. Unless it's Halloween or you're doing it in some sort of ironic fashion to, you know, like you're doing it to, to make them upset and you're going to follow them to school. Well, then that's okay. That's, that's totally fine. That's, that's just good parenting. As I was threatened my whole life growing up, how about I come to your class and sit in the back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. I'll do whatever I'm supposed to. Don't worry yeah. about it. The problem was I never believed for a second that it was an empty threat. It was absolutely a real threat. <laughs> it was like, I will I believe mine were empty threats, but. We, no, mine wasn't. Like, my mom worked in the emergency room, so she worked all night. So she had the day off. Oh. She's like, oh, instead of sleeping, I'll just come sit in the back of your classroom all day. How would you like that? Uh, I would <laughs> not like that at all. <laughs> now, Brody's a pretty cool dude. I kept on looking at him and thinking, man, you know, this is uh, this, this is the epitome right here. This is what you want to be. And clearly, that's not what the movie's telling us. Yes. I mean, clearly, he's, he, he's not the greatest guy, according to the movie. But just the fashion sense. I mean – when did Jason Lee stop being skater cool and go to Alvin and the Chipmunks? 
Was it right around the time he did Alvin and the Chipmunks? I think it was probably, probably around that time. I, I think at some point, he, like, he did a bunch of movies, and then he was, like, he was still getting, like, not bit parts. He was still getting roles. And then it was, like, at some point, he was, like, wait a minute. This is great and all, but I really want to watch my checking account grow and get a nice big house up somewhere. So uh, I think I'm going to do, like, three Alvin and Chipmunks movies, make a lot of money. And now I can, you know, I can be in the occasional movie if I want to. I'm sure My Name is Earl didn't hurt because that was... That ran for quite a while. That was a nice TV gig. You know, I never liked that show, though, because I always wanted another movie where he was Brody, and he didn't ever give us that again. He never gave us anything remotely like that. You mean maybe... except in Chasing Amy when he's almost the exact same character? Just <laughs> I, I was going to say maybe the, the View Askew universe stuff, but there's not much of that to, to bank on. I mean, he did a series of, uh, you know, like romantic comedy movies. Yeah, he was in uh, Heartbreakers with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Which is a really good movie. Yes, I know, because I've watched it, and... uh I, at one point in my life, I made the mistake of telling my wife that I found Jennifer Love Hewitt attractive. I never once again ever admitted to her that I liked any celebrity because that was like close to 20 years ago and I'm still haunted by it. Well, like, maybe she listens to the podcast, Jeff, because that's like the fourth time you brought up Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, no. Now I do it just to harass her. <laughs> oh, I, have a, I have a Maxim magazine. It's got to be 15 years old. that's still sitting in my car that has her on the cover. It's in there for no other reason <laughs> except for once in a while. So I'll walk by and I'll be like, hey, look who's riding with me. <laughs> it's all faded and stuff from just sitting in my car forever. <laughs> Our lives must be very, very different then because my wife and I have always had this uh, this policy of absolute honesty when it comes to celebrities who are attractive. Now, you can't be like, oh, you know, your sister's pretty good looking. That's not allowed. Oh, that, that's, yeah, a bad, that's, that's a bad thing. That but when sense. we're watching TV, I'm like, hey, look at her. Yeah, I wonder what she's doing. Yeah, how's yeah. she doing? It's weird. Right? No, that's Ooh, fine. Nice assets. The problem is I must have said – for whatever reason, I must have said it unsolicited or like I just made it a little too – like I went a little too far maybe. I don't know what I did. God knows. It was like so long ago now. I was probably drunk at the time. But yeah, that was it, that was it after that. Like thankfully for me, like she's not exactly uh, an in-demand actress these days. So like it's very unusual for her to pop across your TV. You mean you're not watching Ghost Whisperer or whatever that show was? The show that went off the air 10 years ago? No, I'm not watching Did it really? <laughs> I don't even know. That's how, that's how far I am away from it. Yeah, but like, I wouldn't watch that show. <laughs> like, no, no, me neither. See, that's what you see. If you're watching a show you don't like just because somebody you think is attractive is in it, you're over a certain line. Yeah. I will not lower my taste just to watch someone who's attractive. Now, they are. Oh, they do They wait. do bonus the show. That's, no. <laughs> oh. Are you going to tell me, Jeff Ferry? That you've Uh-oh. never sat down to watch Charmed early in the morning just to get your jollies. Oh, I've never watched Charmed. I hated Charmed. I thought Charmed. Really? Sucked. See, I didn't hate yeah. Charmed. I would watch it just because it was okay. T- but if, if you tu- <laughs> if you tuned into last week's episodes, which at this point haven't aired, you will hear me talk about how I watched like three or four seasons of Baywatch. Yes, Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the Nicole old- Eggert seasons. Yes, or- <laughs> it's, it's funny you bring that up because I do mention on the show of like because that show ran for like twelve years that I only recognize names from like the first couple of years. And I was so happy that I'm like, I don't know who any of these people were at the end. So, like, at least I may have watched, like, 50 episodes of Baywatch, but there was 260 episodes. So, like, that's something at least. You know, at some point I tapped out. You know, some actual real girl must have walked, you know, accidentally brushed up against me. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't have to there's, watch TV anymore. I don't have to watch TV. There's, there's girls in real life. <laughs> what a tragedy. What a tragedy. Ba- Baywatch gets 260 episodes. Darkwing Duck only gets 91. This oh, is uh, – yeah, I don't like that either. Wow. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you can do it with anything. That, yeah, the amount of shows where you're like, this is a great show. Why is this show canceled? And yet Blue Bloods is on for its 15th year. I don't understand. <laughs> when you were talking about the uh, Baywatch, I believe I said, and they, and they canceled Comic Book Men, for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. I, I I'm guessing Baywatch had a certain uh, steady audience. Yeah. Have you guys seventeen year old boys? Have you guys talked extensively about comic book book men? Uh, just we I think we've name checked it a few times. We haven't hit it. I think maybe we're going to run uh, up against it uh, maybe in like <laughs> six minutes. Yeah, we literally are going to run up against it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there is a little bit added here. A little bit of the Brody TS conversation was not in the theatrical cut, and no one probably noticed, which is probably why it was cut. They cut like two lines out when he's explaining to him about how he knows what's going on, about them, you know, gonna him proposing and stuff. All that stuff was cut. The guy's name, because I had no because idea who, where that came from. I never heard that before. Sean Hartle yeah. just giving everyone the inside scoop. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, and I tried to look up Sean Hartle's. So I'm like, is this some throwaway gag? I couldn't find anything. No, I couldn't find anything at all. Well, Kevin Smith name checks his his friends in the movie. As a matter of fact, I mean, going back to comic book men, he name checks uh, Walt Flanagan. He, you know, uh, Lafour's is faster than Walt Flanagan's dog. He throws yeah, that yeah. in later in the movie. That's coming up real soon. Yeah, and then uh, oh, before we get into this whole scene, we're we're gonna talk about. So we're gonna. We're cutting from where we were to the comic toast, you know, the old comic book store. Oh, comic book skip Masters case? and Johnson. Have you ever seen a comic book store in a mall? Because I never have. Um, the only place I've seen a comic book store in any kind of mall type setting is at the BX on base. There's always a comic book store there's at a, a comic base book exchange. Store. Oh, there's a comic book store in the mall by by us, but it's not just a comic book store. Like it's more. Is it like a D&D store? Like yeah. Retro, yeah, yeah. But they have comic books. I mean, that's, that's pretty much all good. comic books at uh, at this point in time. They've got to diversify out into other right. revenue streams because comic books just don't sell like they used to. Yeah, I went to one of those stores one time and uh, not as bad as well, – I have another friend who's told an even worse story. But like I was in there for like two minutes and I saw them like setting up a game and I was like, uh, I don't like this. This is not my – I'm going to – I'm just going to leave. I don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> These guys are way too into this. I forgot like, I was supposed to go Sunday to the comic book store in, in the outlets down by us, Jeff, because Zack Ryder was going to be there. What's wrong with you? You know, you hate to exclude <laughs> any kind of fandom, but yeah, it's it's that uncomfortable feeling when people are just uh, too invested in something. It's yeah. like, dudes, you need to back off. <laughs> and like, I'm always one to defend fandoms because I hate when one fandom attacks another. Like, you'll watch it. I'll be at a, you know, you see some guy be like, I can't believe these nerds like this thing, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, don't you have a fantasy football team? Like seriously, <laughs> no, but that's different. Yeah, but that's, it's that's the same real. thing with it's the same thing with guys who do the fantasy football. I mean, if that's all that they ever talk about, you're like, okay, you are a one dimensional cartoon character. You are not a real person. Yeah, but what my you need to flesh your life yeah. out a little bit. Uh, my thing for that has always been the way I do that is like, so Chris doesn't like sports as we as I tease him constantly. Yes, as I come um, up, the, the difference between like just being friends with somebody and being a jerk is like, okay, I know he does not like sports. Therefore, when I come into work in the morning, I don't then give him 10 minutes on the latest Eagles game. Because <laughs> I was going to say, arguably, you don't like sports either because you're an Eagles fan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's tough sleeping on top of the Lombardi Trophy every night. <laughs> don't worry, though. You guys are doing good. That was a good tie you had. You you come on down <laughs> to Cleveland and we'll talk about fandom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen, I don't want to hear about your problems, all right? Because we, we had your problems until like six months ago. <laughs> I lived that. So now you just got to get around to the other side, but uh, I don't think it's happening. I moved out here to Cleveland 16 years ago, and I was like, "Well, I guess geographically, I have to be a Browns fan now." And I didn't really <laughs> know what I was biting off at the time, so yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting road to hoe. Oh yeah, I mean, they're not much for winning games, are they? Yeah, I mean, you had the Indians though. The Indians were good. You had the Cavaliers. Oh, I love watching the Indians. <laughs> I can afford to go to an Indians game. You, you got yeah. your twenty five dollar tickets there. That's great. Oh, yeah. It's it's not yeah that's not really financially viable to go to a I mean I can go to like 
an Eagles game a year, I guess. Why am I going to shell out 300 bucks though, to go and buy all the crap at the, at the Browns games and, you know, sit there and watch them go. Oh, and 10. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I told you they got a tie already. <laughs> or I guess it, what it was, it was 0 and 16 last year, wasn't it? Yes, it was. <laughs> I mean, it's probably been a long time since they've gone. Oh, and 10 and then recovered in any meaningful way. Yeah. They're not, uh, they're not good. They're not, <laughs> they had some problems over there. Don't worry. You'll turn it around. I've been through some of those dark ages too, of like, eh, it's week one and the season's over. <laughs> There's always the solace of saying, at least I'm not a Seahawks fan. <laughs> That's nice. Just throw that across the bow. At least my whole team's not on steroids. Pew, pew. <laughs> all right. So, Chris, I know you want to talk about Masters and Johnson. Tell us all about them. You probably I, I looked fell, it up. I fell asleep. I fell asleep while you were talking about sports. <laughs> Listen, Actually, I'm, I'm I indulge you. I talk about your stupid <laughs> wrestling when we're on here. <laughs> I'm half tempted to um, get something crunchy to eat while you're talking about sports and just sit here and crunch away while you're talking. That's what I want to do. <laughs> That's how it's, I feel when you're talking about, like, Zack Ryder. <laughs> that was – I went uh, real B-level with that one, too. Listen, I only recognized it because my wife watches that um, Total Diva show. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I think the last time I watched wrestling was, like, 2001. Does Kurt Angle still wrestle, guys? He's the uh, – well, last I watched, which was a few months ago, he was the um, general manager of Raw at this point. Still in it, huh? Yeah, okay. he's still there. Uh, Good never him. go away. It's true. It's damn true. It, it's true. Drinking milk. True. <laughs> Intensity, integrity, and intelligence. <laughs> Obviously, we were all watching around 2001. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, Chris, you didn't give me nothing on Masters and Johnson. I gave you your chance to shine. Do you, do you want it, or do you want to do it yourself? <laughs> no, just do it. I know you wouldn't have brought it up unless you looked it up. Well, no, I, I, I did look it up, but um, I just didn't want to skip it. You said it was the greatest Masters and Johnson minute ever. So, Masters and Johnson research team composed of William H. Masters and Virginia E. Johnson pioneered research in the human sexual response and the diagnosis of treatment of sexual disorders and dysfunctions. All right. This is the part I found interesting. Their findings, particularly on the nature of female sexual arousal, for example, describing mechanisms of vaginal lubrication and debunking earlier widely held notion of vaginal lubrication. This is what they studied. Vaginal lubrication and female orgasm. So, And the reason why I know this, know. Yeah, <laughs> there was a show on Showtime called Masters of Sex. Right. That we watched for about two seasons. We never finished it, but all they did in every episode was just bang. That was it. That was every episode. <laughs> it was like, the best was to watch because they ended up getting married. And I think they got divorced, but they were married for a little while. But like to watch them talk each other into sex was hilarious. Like, he's just like, well, you know, I'm studying all these people having sex, and uh, but we don't know what it's like. I think we should have sex with each other and hook all these electrodes up to us. And I'm like, this is a good line this guy has. <laughs> yeah, yeah let's right? check it's, this it's out. For, yeah. Hey, baby, it's for research. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I'm sure my wife and your husband won't mind this at all. Science. <laughs> That's as far as I got. I can read you the whole Wikipedia page. Nobody wants to. No, no, no. Go watch Masters of Sex. <laughs> all right. I'll see you. <laughs> Thank God that guy's gone. Yeah, so then we get to we get to t- comic toast. Um, anybody want to explain the uh, the uh, mannequin on top of the store? Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there. Is he? I got nothing. He's in a bed, uh, right? What an IV? Is that what well, he's got an IV? I thought they were trying to say like, oh, he's been waiting outside the store, so he needs this IV. But that doesn't I'm, make sense. <laughs> like he wouldn't be waiting out of store outside the store every day, just today, right? <laughs> also, they cut to the sign. Well, they didn't. Quit, they pan down to the sign that says approximately one hour wait from this point. Yeah. And as Comic Cons go, I see that sign. I'm like, oh, that's nothing. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, like, also, an hour long wait. <laughs> that's nothing. 
He's a comic book f- fan. He sees this sign that says it's got Spider-Man on it, and it says one hour away from this point, Spider Friends, and he can't figure out who's in the store. Maybe it's Steve. Yeah, he goes batshit insane. <laughs> I mean, he starts throwing an absolute fit, yeah. and then he tries to justify that behavior by insisting that it's all like for TS is good. He's like, "You needed this, <laughs> right?" Oh yeah, he is. He is completely off the reservation at this point. He is. <laughs> it reframes this whole movie though as like basically a retelling of Fuel- Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But with Cameron as the main character, and Ferris <laughs> yeah, is the like, sidekick. Yeah, you need to come out. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't want to come here. <laughs> it is enjoyable. He still can't figure out what's going on, and there's literally a guy with Stan written on his head three yeah, feet from him. Next to, next to Walt there. Actually, yeah. Walt has a view of Scoo- Skew shared on, too. Did you notice that? It's got that creepy clown from the beginning of uh, Clerks. Oh, yeah. He designed that logo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Walt, I mean, it's actually- clearly like a, it's clearly a New York, uh, New Jersey Devil's jersey. Right, I didn't even yeah. notice, but you're right. It's a red yeah. Walt's a Walt's a pretty talented artist when uh he's actually let out to play. I do like this era of Walt, the mullet era of Walt. <laughs> yeah, he's rocking the Richard Marks look, isn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's got business in the front, party in the back going on. Yeah, he uh he looks much better now. He looks he is definitely he looks like a lot of people I knew in New Jersey in 1995. Let's just say that. <laughs> and then what's his line? It's the man in there. Like they still don't know it's it's Stanley. Yeah. The guy's got Stan written on his thing. There's a Spider-Man poster. There's a there's a weight. He just said the man's in there. Come on. Brody is allegedly like a huge comic book fan. How right. is this not a dead giveaway to who's in there? Right. You wanted to cut to Cumber, Cumber, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's mind palace or whatever he calls it. Like where, he's, where Sherlock Holmes is putting together all the clues. <laughs> yeah. But instead of like all oh, everything coming together, he's like, I don't get it. <laughs> it's just like everything's falling apart. It's that gif of the the, the, the lady trying to do the math. Yeah. And then a little bit of this is added too. When when they back up away from here and he's talking about being a KREL and all that stuff, he tries yeah. to walk in the front door and the guy pushes him away. That's not in the theatrical cut. When he tries to hand, when he's backing up, he hands off his cup, if you notice, for the first time, I think, or the second time he hands off that cup. Yeah. Now, the guy with Stan written on his head, that's not um, Dave Klein, is it? Yes, it is. It's Dave Klein. Okay, it's Dave Klein. That's the DP. They have him listed as comic book fan, but it doesn't say which, and I didn't know when they it came It says back. in the. Um, commentary it says that it's him okay he's a little bit uncomfortably skinhead for me yeah uh, <laughs> it's luckily, almost I like think, they did that just to write that stem words on his head yeah well, i think they probably did but it's also the reason why i think he pulls it doesn't pull off the skinhead thing but the reason why i think i tolerate it is he's so like nerdy does anybody really pull off the skinhead thing well like I, he doesn't remind <laughs> me of a skinhead because he's not a big beefy dude <laughs> yeah you're right he doesn't have a swastika on his neck or anything yeah neither are most skinhead <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris is just saying that. That's why Chris can't shave his head anymore. <laughs> you gotta cover that stuff up when you get older, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, man, this was a poor life decision right here. At least you didn't go full, full Charles Manson, get around your forehead. <laughs> or you get the tattoo on the inside of your lip when you pull it down. It says, like, you know, F this or F that. What are you, like, in Blade 2? You get <laughs> things on the inside of your lip? Oh, yeah, was it Blade 2? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> why? Do you think that really happened? <laughs> I had a friend who had fucked the world tattooed on the inside of his lip. This is some friends you had, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you, know where I, you know where I grew up. <laughs> yeah, I do know where you grew up. <laughs> it, 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 it didn't have the whole – it said FTW on the inside of his lip. When That's he even worse. Yeah, for the win. FTW is for the win. <laughs> no, it said fuck the world for him, I guess. <laughs> no, it doesn't. If somebody pulled down their lip and said, look at this. It says FTW. What does that mean? It means for the win. Maybe for a sports fan. I never heard for the win. Oh, you, come on. Sports fan? That's internet lingo, buddy. <laughs> You type in some scathing comment and you put FTW for the win. Yeah, we're going way back to 2005 on that one. <laughs> I think you're just 2000 late. Maybe. 
<laughs> oh, no doubt. I definitely have a, a stunted internet growth. I think you know no, where, got- your, where your internet growth stopped uh, is whatever the last social media platform you went on. Like at some point you stop, like you just don't go any further or like, even if you do, you don't really use them or understand them. So like basically Facebook was my ending point. Like I use Facebook and Twitter. Like I technically have an Instagram, but I don't ever put anything on it. I don't have Snapchat. So like, like, t- like 2010, I guess that's like my cutoff. Like I just died at that point. I don't understand some of the new ones, like not even Instagram really. I mean, like, what's the point? This is just Twitter with pictures. You yeah. I don't pictures on Twitter. Either. Yeah. Plus yeah, on Twitter, sure. you know, they give me a, it's a lot easier to like vent my rage at people. And I really like that platform for that. Plus you got your own hashtag now. Oh yeah. That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're hashtagging Jeff's reference watch and saying what movies that he uh, references during the podcast. Apparently during the podcast, I'm known to reference the occasional, well, it's not always movies because I'll reference like pop culture stuff. Yeah. I'll reference like weird books that I've read and stuff. And then I'll yell at people when they don't know it. The best part is it all goes over my head and then people pick it up and, and tweet it. And I have no idea what's going on. Well, I mean, it just lets you know what everybody in my life has to deal with. <laughs> not that I think it's much different with anybody else. Like, not I'm not either. the only... So, I mean, you know, sometimes you make, like, a what you think is a, a very witty or hilarious pop culture reference in company, and you look around, and it's a sea of blank faces, and you're like, oh, man. Yeah, you're describing see- my life. If my <laughs> wife's family could hashtag me in real life, they would. I'd just, just be walking around with hashtag, nobody knows what you're talking about, Jason, shut the hell up. But, you know, you get that one guy to laugh, and it's all worth it. Oh, then it, yeah, it's totally worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like because uh, it was funny we were talking to Crystal Bath and she did the fifth element it, it was not that long ago I was at my uh, the other place I work and uh, I walked into somewhere and I was like uh, oh, we I need everybody to come over here so bring everyone and somebody yelled out everyone <laughs> I'm like yes <laughs> good work we're best friends now <laughs> <laughs> alright so here we go Jeff you know how we like to background people oh, no. what's the kid's name from 16 Candles with the with the blonde hair Oh, Anthony Michael Hall? Yes, he is in the background <laughs> well, at minute at second 56, right in front of the comic book store. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you think that kid, you think that guy right there that's re- at minute 56, he's under the Marvel Comics logo? Yeah, yeah, with the glasses. No way. He looks more like the guy from Rent. He looks like Anthony Rapp. It would help if I ever saw Rent, so I don't know. <sighs> that, you know what? If I remember, I'm going to put that, uh, even though I didn't do it last time, I'm going to put that picture up. <laughs> and I'm going to put Anthony Michael Hall or Anthony Rapp underneath of it. Come on, I got Anthony Michael Hall's picture out right now. It looks just like him with a pair of glasses. I'm telling you, it looks like the other guy. The other guy <laughs> is the one who accused uh, Kevin Spacey of sexual misconduct. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> he was also in School Ties. He's like, he was in, um, oh God, what's that movie? Uh, Road Trip he's in? Oh. He's just a scummy, he's like the scummy version of Anthony Michael Hall. Like Anthony <laughs> oh. Michael Hall was always, when he was a nerd, he was like sweet and innocent. Yeah. And this guy was a douchebag. He's the one in School Ties. If you've ever seen School Ties, he's the one when they're they're all eating, and Brendan Fraser walks by and he goes, "Uh, Jew." Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's okay. him. I, I say it a little bit. Yeah, I still say Anthony Michael Hall though. I'm Team Rap, baby. Team Rap. <laughs> we'll have to put that up. All right. So we get to the end of the minute. Uh, we really don't accomplish anything because all we see is him starting to cut in the line, which I'm sure will go well. Yeah, I do have a problem with um, when he goes when he cuts in the line. He says one side red. It doesn't come from him. It sounds like they added that in. Oh, they threw it a little, uh, <laughs> little ADR. Yeah, yeah that's because he's moving, and it doesn't sound like it comes from him at all. It says one side red. Yeah, well, that'll happen. Yeah, they probably were like, "Oh, we need something to be said here." <laughs> yeah, eh. just put something in there. We'll just we'll just dump something in there. It'll be fine. And you get a little little shot of um Brian Johnson there. Ah, we'll cover him next yeah, time. I'm sure. 
All right. Um, I don't, I don't think I have anything else. Uh, Jason, do you have anything that we have not covered? No, any blood bags, Masters and Johnson, Sean Hartles? No, you know, I thought coming in here, I was going to be all like, Hey guys, guess who that one is? That's, uh, that's Walt. I was going to tell you all about Jay and Bob's, uh, or Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash, but you're all over the comic book men's stuff already. So I'm not springing any surprises here for you. <laughs> you want a sack surprise? You can. Ready? Here we go. He was in Clerks too. Really? Oh my goodness. How many parts? Like six? Like four <laughs> roles in Clerks. The line. And then he was cut of out of chasing Amy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> all right. So, uh, uh, I assume you have nothing else, Chris. I'm good. Yeah, you came to the table with nothing, you're leaving with nothing. That's good work by you. As usual. All right, Jason, why don't you tell them <laughs> to find people out there where they can uh, hear more of you. You can catch us over at Atomic Trivia War 9000, which is uh, simplysyndicated.com. That's where you can go for a bunch of those podcasts, or you can get us on SoundCloud or iTunes, all those fun places. But we do tri- trivia. We do quizzes. I think that's self-explanatory. Do, do you like trivia? <laughs> it's just letting you die on the vine. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we do like trivia. Well, I obviously. Oh, did somebody just come into the store, clerks? No, that was the correct answer. So you got the bell. Oh, okay. <laughs> obviously, one of us is a listener, and one of us is an idiot. Right. <laughs> but it definitely sounded like the doorbell of clerks. <sighs> Something wrong with you. <laughs> it might actually have been the the same exact thing because I stole this bell from work. Oh. <laughs> do you work at the quick stop? I uh, I, I procured it. In a professional manner. <laughs> Stole is such a dirty word. Yeah, that yeah. sounds bad. It's like half the stuff in my garage. <laughs> hey, don't you use that at work? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, so why don't you tell everyone where they can find us? You can find us on Dueling Genre, where the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we covered Clerks one minute at a time, and now we're working our way through Mallrats. Um, I just noticed the other day we're on Google Podcasts, too, the Google Play Podcasts. That's good work, uh, yeah. I put, I, I put us on there. Oh, good. Well, thanks for letting me know. Um, <laughs> I don't think the Burbs Minute's on there also because I started, I started downloading that Burbs Minute. That's the podcast we did first, which, uh, Jason was on. And you can come to our, I was going to say, why don't I always want to say AOL? You can come to our Facebook page, uh, the Jay and Silent Bob Minute Quicker Stop. You got anything yeah. else, Jeff? Oh my God. I thought my internet time was a long time ago. You're still talking about AOL. <laughs> I say AOL a lot. I don't know why. All right. Go <laughs> sit in the corner and have yourself a chocolate covered pretzel. Tell me I-